Yo, 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 I am your host, Rebecca, with First Steps to Sanity, and I will be here each week to give you the foundations, strategies, and witchy ways to help you gain confidence, manage your anxiety, and break the stigma by opening the conversation of mental health. So let's dive right into this week's episode. Hey, all right. So first things first, this is going to be a podcast episode. So if you guys are joining on and you're like, I ain't got time to hear this lady, like it's going to be a podcast episode. It's going to be releasing, um, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. And I'm going to load this as a video as well. So let's get into it. All right. So today's topic is how to release toxic relationships. Oh my God. I know. And I'm going to be using uh, my own life as an example. There's something that I've recently went through that honestly, I think me talking about it in this public forum could benefit a lot of people. After I released last week's episode on relationships, I had a lot of people reach out to me and tell me that they really loved that content. They really loved that episode. They felt that it was, you know, really valuable and they wanted more. So here I am. So... About three or four months ago, I noticed in one of my close friends that there was a whole nother side that I wasn't comfortable with that kind of made me feel manipulated and used and basically like the whole point of their relationship was to come after me, come after what I could give them. And if I couldn't offer anything up, then goodbye basically so at first i was like all right like let's be real here i have trauma everybody has trauma so i sat with it for a while and i waited and i watched for very specific examples and i debated saying anything because part of me was like well this person is and i don't want to say i don't want to come off in a negative way when i say this but they are behind me in the journey to become better, to release your ego, to kind of be more authentic and aligned in your actions, and they haven't healed as much. And for the record, anybody that's on that boat as well, that's absolutely okay. You don't have to be up to anybody's speed. I actually prefer. So I started to notice these things and I started to kind of see it happening more and more. And I was like, all right, now I'm kind of getting to a point that I'm not comfortable with it. And I don't want to just jump the gun and immediately be like, yo, what you're doing is pissing me off. Because again, as I said before, this person was kind of behind me and they weren't going to take it in that way. Hey, oh, I'm so happy that you resonate with me. <laughs> I love that. I was like really nervous to do this. So I'm really glad that somebody's on here saying nice things. <laughs> but so... She, uh, this person is kind of, I'm losing my train of thought. Like I'm getting distracted. I'm sorry. <sighs> Do a little dance. Okay. So I sat with it for probably about two months before I really started to make note of it and start to notice very specifically what was going on. And then I started to make a list. And I know if you guys know me, you're like, oh God, another fucking list. <laughs> but seriously, they work. So I made a list and I was like, okay, it really hurt me when she did this. Why did it hurt me? Was it something in me or is it something that she's doing? Like, do I need to set a boundary or 
is it something that I'm just, let's be honest, sometimes we react to things that I don't want to say shouldn't be taken seriously because everything should be taken like with, you know, seriousness. But I feel like sometimes when things come up for me, if I'm quick to react, I'm speaking from a place of ego and anxiety and fear. And if I take a step back and I sit with it for a bit, I can see, okay, these are my fears. There's nothing very specifically that this person is doing that I should, you know, talk to her about. I do need to see that this is a fear that's coming up for me, so I should work through this. Like I have um, one of my best friends, and it's so funny, we were actually talking about this today. I was like, yeah, you know, I do get a little jealous sometimes when you talk about your other friends, but then I recognize that's something with me. Because growing up, I would be really close friends with people in high school and then they would get another friend and they'd be like, all right, I don't need you anymore. I have this other person. So goodbye. And <laughs> I was like, okay, that's something with me. This is just reminding me that I need to work on this, that there's nothing that she's doing wrong. There's nothing that needs to be discussed with her. But, you know, she's my best friend, so eventually everything comes out. And I'm like, hey, yeah, no, I totally get this perspective of your other friend because I feel like that too sometimes. So I, uh, th there's two different things that could come up for you is my point with that. Y'all know I ramble. It's okay. I don't have to explain it anymore. <laughs> so I sit with it for a while. I make a list. I figure out why it bothers me. I figure if this is something that I need to work on internally or if this is something that I'm going to have to set a boundary with this person. And I kept doing that and I think I got like 15 things in one week. And I was like, okay, this is more serious than I'm giving it credit for. Like this is actually something that I need to talk to this person about. I need to set this boundary. So I was still so mad about everything that was going on at first. So I was like, all right, I don't want to write this letter from a place of anger. I don't want it to be like, fuck you. I blame you. You suck. Blah, blah, blah. Pointing all my fingers at you. It doesn't matter how they take it, it matters how I write it. So I wanted it to come from a place of like, hey, I love you, but these things can't continue. And here are examples of what I'm talking about so you kind of understand what I'm seeing and where I'm seeing it. Y'all know I'm very logical and you know that I do very well with examples. Like if you tell me, hey, uh, I really don't like it when you use that word. And I'm like, what word? I can't stop using the word if you don't tell me what word it is. <laughs> I need examples. I need specifics. So I always do that for everybody else. I'm very specific. I'm very logical. I'm very masculine energy in that aspect. Um, water break because I talk too much. <laughs> it's not a bad thing though, right? So I sat down with my best friend and we wrote this letter. And she's very blunt. She's very honest with me. She's like, that's your ego talking. Reword that. If you want to say that, that's fine. But you need to reword it. You need to come from a different place. And I was like, okay. All right. Got it. And I sent it and I waited. It ended up being like two pages. Uh, basically like, this is what I need from you for us to continue the friendship. The gist is, is this friendship has become one-sided. I'm giving and giving and giving and giving and giving. And when I ask for anything, it doesn't happen. It just doesn't. You ignore it. You're too busy. You don't have time. And okay, yeah, people get busy. But if you never have time to give to your friends that you're constantly taking from, 
there's something that you need to work on in you. Because you can't sit here and expect people to be your therapist, but you're not willing to hold space for them either. That's not a friendship. At that point, you need to pay them some money and you say, you're my coach now, or you're my therapist, or you're my whatever you want to call it. But if you want a one-sided relationship, you got to pay for it is essentially my gist. If you want a two-sided friendship, it needs to go both ways. That was basically my whole argument. And they didn't say anything, of course, because, you know, <laughs> why would they? <laughs> I, I would like take a second, read it and be like, mm, I don't know about this. Um, it's been weeks, weeks are going by and going by. And then all of a sudden I'm figuring out that they're going to another person talking all this trash. <laughs> like, she's such a bitch. She's coming after me. I can't do anything. She's just mean. If she thinks I'm going to be her friend, then she's got another thing coming. She needs to apologize to me. So I need to apologize for setting a boundary. Now, you guys know I'm really harsh. I'm really blunt. Here's my thing. I don't need to apologize for shit. If I set a boundary with you and you don't like it, then you say, hey, I'm not cool with that. We're not friends anymore. Deuces. You don't come and talk about other people behind their back. That doesn't look good. That's not, that's not something to do. All right. And she's going with this energy of trash her reputation, trash her reputation, make her look unreliable, make her look like a shitty person. We all know people that do this. <laughs> like, we know so many people that do this. So how do I respond? I told you what I wanted. I told you what I needed for this friendship to go on. You took that and you said, fuck you and went and trashed my reputation. Now, nobody can trash my reputation because let's be honest, I'm pretty blunt about how I am and who I am. So you can say it all you want. You can make the attempts, but nothing's really going to happen. So I don't have to defend myself. I don't have to go out there in the world and be like, hey, if you get a message from so-and-so, it's not true because you guys know who I am. I'm sitting over here dropping F-bombs and telling on myself, like I have nothing to hide from really anybody or anything. So with that being said, I've deleted, unfollowed everything. Anywhere that this person is, is now gone. I don't want you guys to hear my previous podcast about toxic relationships and think that I don't do this too. Think that I'm not going through the same things that I'm going through. Every second of every way I had anxiety and I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Am I losing a friend? Am I going to be alone? And every step of every way, I'm like, you're not going to be alone because there's people that are meant to be in your life and people that are not. There's people that are meant to be in your life for a short season, a long season, for a day, a week. It doesn't matter. They come in, they give you what you need, and they leave. What this person taught me is actually very interesting. They showed me how much I've changed. I was that person 10 years ago. To the T, actually. It was 2011. No, no, it wasn't shit. I don't know. The year's not important. Whatever. That's I'm going to get hung up on a year. But... I was that person. I was that person who attacked other people when they tried to give me criticism or when they set a boundary. I was like, you're a shitty ass person. You're a shitty ass friend. I was that person. And I would sit there and I'd be like, I don't know why she's doing this to me, 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 me. Oh my God. I'm so perfect. I didn't do anything. I, I, me, 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 me. 
It's not about me. It's not about her. It's not about you. You're not the only person in the world. It was very victim mentality. It was very self-centered and it was very toxic. <laughs> I lost a really good friend because of this behavior. Even them, they tried to come at me and they were like, hey, like, I think we just need a breather because energy's high. Like, I don't want to lose your friendship. And I was like, fuck you. I do what I want. Like, fuck a bitch. And they blocked me. Rightfully so, right? I sit here now and I'm like, well, duh, yeah, like, I'd block them too. <laughs> but then I was in my head. I was like, how could they do this? Like, they're so shitty. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect and that I don't play parts in the demise of friendships. Now, as a different person, I do. I absolutely play my parts. Then I was only concentrated when I was in my victim mentality on the parts that the other person played. I didn't pay attention to what I did in response. So, <laughs> coming from a different place now, when I am doing these things and making these choices on who gets to be in my life, I look at everything. What part did I play in this? Was there ever a moment that maybe I didn't show up for this person the way that they needed to be showed up for? Am I the one that started this? Could it be me? Am I the problem? Because we're all so quick to be like, you're the problem, that we don't take a second to look in the mirror and be like, mm, it might be me. So I created a very, very, again, which is why it took me so long to even communicate to this person the issues I was having, a very, very high level of self-awareness. What am I doing here that's wrong? Should I not do this? Am I being manipulative? Am I being ego-driven? Am I sitting here in this victim mindset? And the truth of the matter was, is yeah, there was absolutely moments in there that I was in this victim mindset, that I was ego-driven, but the second I saw it, I was like, nope, no more, we're done. Get out of this, go to where you need to be, go to your higher self, go to whatever you wanna call it. Gabby Bernstein says, call on your ing, I say, Go to the person that makes the good decisions, okay? <laughs> it is what it is, but you go to that higher self that, and you sit with there. You sit and you surrender and you understand that what happens, happens. For the record, <laughs> because somebody's gonna come on here and say that this doesn't count for domestic abuse situations. This is a whole different ballgame, domestic abuse. Do not <laughs> do what I'm saying for domestic abuse. If you are scared for your life in any way, shape or form, step out of this, go find other resources because I am not the person to talk to about that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't have a lot of information on that. I've never been to that level of toxic relationship. This is your everyday toxic, your mom's super critical, your friends don't respect your boundaries, your significant other is manipulative, toxic relationships. This is not, I'm in danger of my life, or somebody is manipulating me with suicide, saying that they're gonna kill themselves. Um, those are very different levels. So take what I say with a grain of salt. If you do wanna listen, I would suggest to find other resources. But, um, all right, so this person reminds me so much of where I was 10 years ago, what I did 10 years ago when I was in her shoes. And I was the one being reached out to and saying, hey, you're disrespecting my boundaries. And maybe that's my fault because I haven't been clear about them. So 
here they are written out for you very clear very very specific so if we should continue this friendship this boundary needs to be respected now you can't control what people do you can control your energy your life your peace okay and as trent shelton says protect your peace bitches okay he doesn't say bitches but you get my point protect your peace it is your energy it is you do not ruin your peace for some person who says they're your friend but would get mad at you for setting a boundary they're not your friend they're not somebody that cares about you they're not on your side and that's hard to hear and that's scary because you have anxiety i have anxiety coming up hearing that that's like but like like years ago i was this person that had no friends and I was so desperate for a friend. And now you're telling me just to ditch the people that are like, hey, I'll be your friend. And the truth of the matter is, is that when I stopped being in this victim mentality and blaming everybody else for my problems and taking no accountability for what I brought into very specific scenarios, when I stopped doing that bullshit, I got friends. And I didn't just get any friends. I got like the kind of friends that like, <laughs> You can call up and they'll just yell at you and be like, you're not doing it right. Get your shit together. And not in a bad way. Like, but you're listening to your ego. You're not paying attention to your higher self. Get your shit together. Why are you not eating food? You know that makes your anxiety worse. Why are you not drinking a gallon of water? You know that makes your anxiety worse. Why are you doing these things? that are making your anxiety worse. And then you're coming to me upset that your anxiety is bad. Of course it's bad. You're not taking care of yourself. And I respond really well to friends like that. I think quite honestly, considering the coaching industry is a very big industry. We all do. That's why we hire coaches because we need somebody that's going to be like, listen, <laughs> stop coming to me and telling me that your life sucks. If you're going to sit on the couch and you're going to take no responsibility. You're late every day to your job and then you get mad when they fire you. Well, of course you're not showing up. Why do you expect them to be there for you and you can't even show up to the job on time? And I know someone's going to jump in here with like, oh, well, I'm a parent. Well, okay. You're not the only mom and you're not the only dad in the universe. You don't get special treatment. Love you dearly. Being a mom is something that's hard. Being a mom is something that's stressful. It sucks. But you have the choice to make to be late or be on time. And if you can't meet the schedule requirements, then that's on you. Take responsibility. Stop blaming other people. And when you have these shitty friends that don't have your back and you're upset and you're like, well, I don't have any good friends. That's on you. You let these people in your life. I let this person in my life. I sat there and wasted energy after energy after energy. I gave her access to all of my coaching programs because again, I told you guys that she was a little bit behind me in the personal development journey. I sat there and coached her every day, all day. Like if this girl was a legit coaching client, I would have been making bank. <laughs> and I did it all for free and I just had her back. And she wasn't coming back at me like, hey, here's these other things that I'm offering for you. No, I was doing it because she was my friend and I wanted to help. And obviously I'm in this because I want to help. So. That's on me. I didn't set that boundary. That's on me. But I'm setting it now. And I could crumble now that she's upset and she's talking crap and she's saying, well, I don't know if I'm going to be her friend anymore. 
I could crumble and I could go back to her and say, hey, I'm sorry, ignore that letter. But why would I do that if this upsets me? I have a right to set this boundary. I deserve to set this boundary. You deserve to have boundaries. You are worthy of a friendship that will support you in the way that you need to be supported. You don't have to beg for it. You don't have to sit here and wonder if you are going to be alone because you are not going to be alone. It is okay. It is okay to set boundaries. It is okay to end friendships because they don't serve you or support you in the way that you need them to. I don't care if you've been friends with that person for 20 years and 20 minutes. It does not matter. It is up to you. You make your life the way it is. Plain and simple. And we can sit here and be upset about that. We can cry about it. We can have a pity party. I'll have a pity party with you right now for two seconds if you want. I don't care. <laughs> but then get the fuck back up and take control of your life. Okay? So my number one tip on releasing toxic relationships is to set the damn boundary. And let the pieces fall where they may fall. I'm okay with you taking time, obviously, I suggest, to take time to fully understand what it is you're feeling because you don't want to come to this person, have no understanding of why you're setting this boundary. It's going to be flimsy. You're not going to hold to it and you're going to break easily. Have a very solid foundation and communicate. But then again, if you've told this person two or three times, like, hey, I don't like it when you do this and they continue to do it. You don't have to set that boundary again. You already did. Goodbye. Peace out. Deuces. I'm done. I don't need you in my life. It's over. So I'm still, I'm be honest, I'm still a little anxious about the whole thing. <laughs> I'm still a little bit like, mm, I don't like to fight with people. I feel like I hear somebody in the background laughing right now. I don't particularly like to fight with people. That doesn't mean I won't. That doesn't mean I won't be the person sitting there screaming. Doesn't mean I like it. <laughs> I don't really like to fight with people. I don't like to have tension in the air. I don't like to have negative energy in my sphere. I like to keep that shit clean. Me personally. Every time I look up, I see my ring light and I'm like, it's night here, guys. Okay, it's dark. So I had to use a ring light. Don't judge me. Not that anybody's going to judge me for using a ring light. My little postcard notes. Okay. I want to make sure I went through everything. Um, so my anxiety throughout. I think that this is important to note because in the beginning, I was like, should I even say anything? Do I really want to discuss this? I don't really want to have like a throwdown fight in <laughs> Facebook Messenger being like, I don't like the way you do this. And they're like, fuck you, bitch. I hope you burn in hell. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, I know how I am. I get very angry and I'm very quick to be like, no, fuck you. So I get that. I was scared of losing a friend. But the more and more I realized it, the more and more I was like, I don't want a friend that does that. You might not want a friend that does that either. You're going to want something different. You want to be supported differently. You want to have a different relationship, right? Then, then, then I realized something. This is, this is that taking responsibility, guys. I let somebody else control my emotions for weeks, 
for weeks, weeks, W-E-E-K-S, weeks, under the illusion that I was justified to be angry. And I was justified to be angry. Totally allowed to be angry. Not saying I'm not. But I don't have to let this person control my emotions. So I made the decision um, and it was a hard decision. And I'm still debating whether I need to express that decision in written words or if I just let them figure it out on their own. Where I took them off of everything social media wise. Because we're in the 21st century now. So I don't have to block your phone number. I'll take you off Facebook and Instagram. And if you got 20 Instagrams, I apparently have to delete every last one. And I left one avenue to be spoken to. And that's it. That's it. I walked away and that's what you guys do when you release toxic relationships. You walk away and you move forward. Goodbye. Wish you the best. Not my problem. I'm out. You don't align with me. See ya. So let me know if you guys have questions in the comments. Uh, one more thing. Um, anxiety now. Uh, I have a big limiting belief that I make bad decisions. And I know that. So I will sit with it and I feel anxiety about, did I make the right decision? Did I do the right thing? Am I making the right choice? And if it's something that had aligned with you for a while and you kept feeling it coming up and up and up, it's the right choice. Plain and simple. It's a limiting belief I have. That's the only anxiety I have right now. Which is why I actually came on here. <laughs> so funny story. Um, coaches heal by telling you their stories, in my opinion. I heal by telling you guys what's going on in my life. I came on here, I was anxious and freaking out. And <laughs> somebody nice came in the comments and said nice things to me and was hearting the video. And then I realized... Okay, no, yeah, my intuition was right. I had the intuition to make this episode four times today. Four times. This happened three hours ago. I was like, okay, I get it. All right, God, stupid inner guides. I love you guys, but jeez, I get it. I feel like they're laughing in a corner right now. Like, <laughs> that's right, bitch, do what we say. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, all right, all right, I get it. I need to do this. Somebody out there needs to hear this. And maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not when the podcast episode comes out, but someone's going to be scrolling through my stuff one day and they're going to be going through a shitty time and they're going to see how to release toxic relationships. And they're going to press play, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they're going to press play and they're going to laugh at me and they're going to understand what I'm saying and it's going to make sense to them and it's going to align and resonate with them and then they're going to sit there and be like wow this is what I needed and it's going to help so don't be afraid to come to me guys about what you want to see I am the worst person when it comes to vulnerability I have pushed everything down in a box the majority of my life I have sat here and healed things quietly in the corner of my office and not spoken up about it. And then I tried to make Truthful Thursdays a thing, but I procrastinated it and avoided it like all hell. Cause I was like, I don't want to tell people what's going on in my life. Like, oh, do they really care? Like, 
And a lot of the times I didn't have a whole lot to say except the same old stuff over and over again. So I was like, I don't really want to go on there and bore these people. Like they're going to all unfollow me and be like, this bitch is crazy. So <laughs> I come on here and I give you advice and I tell you how I healed my anxiety. But I also tell you that anxiety is a normal emotion and you will have it every day. Anxiety is fear. Anxiety is a more paralyzing fear. Anxiety will go away when you face your fears. I'm not telling you to get into a vat of snakes. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm telling you to recognize and I'm going to say this, and it's probably weird. And only the people that have had this fear are going to be like, bro, she knows. But <laughs> it's okay in the middle of the night to go into the bathroom and pee and not have to worry about a snake climbing up out of the toilet. Like, it's okay. I had that fear. It was terrifying. I still, every now and then, if I'm like halfway awake, I'm like, is there a snake in there? It looks a little dark. Because <laughs> I don't turn on lights. <laughs> And then I have to turn on a light and then I lose my sleep. <laughs> oh, I was so sleepy. I could have just fell right back asleep. Son of a bitch. <laughs> but it's okay to face the fear and recognize that you were safe. And move forward. Analyze. Gain awareness. Learn from your fears. And you will kick ass. All right, guys, I'm going to stop rambling. And in other news, this episode's like 30 minutes long, so everybody should be super proud of me because I didn't have to shorten anything out. I didn't ramble too much. Now I'm making it longer than 30 minutes, so goodbye! <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. For more bomb-ass content, follow me on Instagram at First Steps to Sanity or leave me a review and let me know what your favorite part was. I can't wait to see you guys next week. Bye.